Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to another episode of the Music from the Goddesses Vault podcast. I am your host, Midnight Star. What you heard was Blue Spell by Three Weird Sisters. Today's topic is all about spells. But first, did you know that this podcast also has a YouTube channel? Well, it does, sort of. The channel is under my name, Midnight Star, that's star with two R's. 
and I only posted some samples of past shows. I can't include the whole podcast on YouTube because of the music royalties issue. All you get to hear on that channel is my voice. It's another way for me to spread the word about this show. For all you loyal listeners out there, please share this podcast via YouTube, Twitter, Amino, Facebook, SoundCloud, or wherever you can to your fellow pagans. I am still looking for new fans to join the Music from the Goddesses Vault podcast Amino community. You can download the app for free on Apple and Google Play. Plus, I am still looking for new show topics, spirit guides, and dream symbols to talk about. If you have a suggestion, you can contact me through the blog, the Facebook page, the Amino group, through YouTube, and you can tweet me at GoddessVault. Hey, you can even request a song if you like. Also, feel free to go to goddessvaultpodcast.wordpress.com to donate some money to the GoFundMe page. I don't have the button, but if you scroll down and find it, you can click on the link. By the way, I didn't know this until I posted the last episode, but I did get some positive comments about the show on goddessvaultpodcast.wordpress.com. It's hard to read, but I will try my best to make it legible. Anyway, thank you very much for the positive comments. Now for the events coming up, hopefully in your area. All of them are old. If you live in southern Alberta, Canada, there's the Aurora Borealis Witch Camp happening Saturday, October 5th to Tuesday, October 8th in Cochrane, Alberta. It's a chance for you to get out of the urban jungle and back into nature to center yourself. Also to find out who we are within our own center. There will be discussions, games, meditation, song, dance, and more. For more information or to register, go to abwitchcamp.wixsite.com forward slash Aurora Borealis. If you live in or around Portland, Oregon in the States, there's Fairy Worlds 2019 from August 23rd to the 25th in Horning's Hideout, with music featuring Emancipator, Delhi to Dublin, That One Guy, Woodland, Black Magdalene, and more. For tickets or for more details, go to fairyworlds.com. If you live in the UK, from July 5th to the 7th is the Fairy Fields Festival at Vicarage Farm Woodman Cot in Winchester, Hampshire. It's a magical three-day camping festival full of myths and legends. There's fun entertainment, music, children's activities, fortune-telling, workshops, and more. To register or for more information, go to fairyology.co.uk forward slash fairyfields dash holistic dash festival. All the links will be in the show notes and on the blog. As I mentioned at the top of the show, it's all about spells. That's something that we all first learned when we were becoming pagan. However, not all of us do spells once we finish training. I myself am reading two books on how to do certain types of spells using only sigils and energy. I'll be talking about the history of spells after you hear Banishment Spell by Unto Ashes.
pisomu The history of spells, curses, and incantations varies between culture, locations, religions, beliefs, and times. So there's no known beginning. Let's just say that spells started when we were first living in caves. In ancient Greek and Rome, people used binding magic to bind others to different outcomes in business, sporting events, love, and even revenge. Also in the ancient world, spells weren't just said, they were also written down. The oldest grimoire came from ancient Mesopotamia between 4th and 5th century BC. It was in the form of a clay tablet. In ancient Syria, a spell was carried around with a person until it came to pass. Ancient Greeks and Romans wore amulets designed to carry spells as a must-have fashion accessory. And ancient Egyptians favored amulets with symbolism. When it comes to doing spells, curses were very much a thing and still are. In ancient Greek and Rome, there were cursed tablets. These were spells written on lead, wax, or stone, in which mentions the ways in which people were wronged. I'll only focus on ancient history for now. Y'all know what happens after Christianity took over. In the next segment, I'm going to talk about something that we all know about, the Wiccan Reed. Next, I'm going to play Spellbundance by Thotha de Dinan.
Spirit Guide of the Week. Guess what? I have another female spirit guide for you. This one comes from a listener via Twitter named at Maui. She just tweeted asking me to talk about the Hindu goddess Durga. She is another very popular and beloved goddess of India. Originally Durga was a ferocious tribal spirit, but she was incorporated into the Hindu pantheon as a fierce warrior of Parvati. Durga is the spirit of fertility and protection. She removes physical, mental, and spiritual pain and misery. She also provides wealth, eliminates enemies and obstacles, and also helps attain whatever you desire. In Hindu mythology, Durga is depicted as always riding a tiger and fighting lesser gods. She laughs in the face of some evil spirits, and they run the other way. Those that defy her quickly get dispatched. For those evil spirits that Durga can't eliminate, she then turns into her alter ego and sister spirit Kali to do just that. What you can offer Durga on your altar are the following. Flowers, fruits especially mangoes, sweets, and incense. You can also adorn her image with a marigold garland. That is it for now. Stay tuned for another Spirit Guide of the Week.
That was Warrior Goddess by Lisa Thiel. I'm currently reading a book called Higginanger Magic, Positive Transformation from Negative Energies by Tammy Sullivan. I had to get it because my anger was getting out of control. I did relapse two weeks ago and noticed my left hand shaking violently after that last release. Thankfully, I live alone in an apartment. I'm getting professional help soon at the same time reading this book. I haven't done any anger spells yet. The first part of the book is all about warning the reader not to use it to do harm to others. I bought the book used as a way to help myself. Miss Sullivan also did mention the threefold law briefly. For those of you who are brand new to the path, you will soon learn it through the Wiccan read. The read is a long poem that talks about the rule of three. In it, it states that if you do something good, good karma will come to you three times. If you do something bad, then bad karma will come back to bite you three times. The very last sentence of the read mentions something like, As ye harm none, do what ye will. Or in some other translations, do what ye will, but harm none. It just means that you can do whatever you want as long as it doesn't hurt anyone. What does this have to do with spells? Well, a lot. If you want to put a curse or a hex on someone, or do a spell that forces them to love you without permission, then bad karma will come back to you three times. I don't do spells to hurt or harm anybody. I only do spells to help better myself and my situation. In this case, I would rather use my anger and somehow turn it into positive energy. That's my point of view on the Wiccan read. I'm pretty sure that if you talk to other pagans about it, you will get all sorts of different views on it. I just heard this song this morning, and I know that you will love the message that Chalice and Blade sings about in Toil and Trouble. chicken guts or any gruesome stews names of herbs and plants they are of course you silly goose bubble bubble toil and trouble what's in the pot a bit of this and a bit of that but toe a frog it's not some spells for flowers others for the root into an oil and massage for relief golden rod for money spells penny royal for fleas marigolds for profits dreams and skullcap for peace bubble bubble toil and trouble what's in the pot a bit of this and a bit of that but wing about it's not On your ex, oh no dear, that's taboo Wait just a minute, there's something we can do Mandrake on the hearth, an elder plant or two 
won't do him any harm, just keep him far away from you. Bubble, bubble, toil and trouble, what's in the pot? A bit of this and a bit of that, but lizard's leg is not. Special bit of magic, we have just the thing. Starts with purest honey from bees that have no sting. Fermented by the light of the moon, blessed when the fairies sing. Share a sip with your true love and he'll give you a ring. Bubble, bubble, toil and trouble, what's in the pot? A bit of this and a bit of that, but I have knew it's not. Bubble, bubble, toil and trouble. What's in the pot? A bit of this and a bit of that, but toe a frog, it's not. Wing a bat, it's not. Lizard's leg, it's not. And I've newt, it's not. Here's a dream symbol to interpret. Today's dream symbol is what every living creature, including us humans, have, and that is blood. Blood in dreams usually means life, love, passion, and disappointment. If you are a pregnant woman dreaming about blood, then it symbolizes the life force that you are carrying within your own body. To dream that you are bleeding or losing blood means that you are exhausted or emotionally drained. To dream that you see other people who are bleeding represents an emotional cry for help. To dream that you are giving or donating blood signifies you feeling physically drained because of stress. If you dreamed that blood is squirting everywhere, it means that you are currently experiencing deep emotional stress. To dream that you are coughing up blood signifies wasted energy. To dream that you are drinking blood represents a fresh burst of vitality and power within you. To see the word blood written in your dreams, it's telling you of a situation in your life that cannot be changed and is permanent. And to see something else written in blood signifies the energy that you have put into a project. That is it for this week's dream symbol. If you want a dream for me to interpret and maybe have a dream symbol featured, the contact information will be mentioned at the end of the show. So keep dreaming.
Here's another myth. This next folktale comes from www.pitt.edu. It is a tale from Denmark called The Book of Cypranius. Cypranius was a student and by nature a gentle and orderly person, but he had passed through the black school in Norway and was therefore engaged to the devil to apply his learning and extraordinary faculties to the perpetration of evil. This grieved him in his latter years. His heart being good and pious, so to make the evil good again, he wrote a book, wherein he first shows how evil is done and then how it may be remedied. The book begins by explaining what sorcery is and with a warning against it. It is divided into three heads, viz. Cypranius, Dr. Faustus, and Jacob Rommel. The last two parts are written in characters which are said to be Persian or Arabic, and also in ordinary characters. In this book are taught exorcising, laying and raising of spirits, and all that of which mention is made in the fifth book of Moses. Whether this book has been printed is uncertain, but manuscripts copies of it are concealed here and there among the common people, who regard it as something sacred. Those who possess the book of Cypranius need never want money. They can read the devil to them and from them, and no one can harm them, not even the devil himself. But whoever possesses the book cannot get rid of it. For whether he sells, burns, or buries it, it will come back. And if a person cannot dispose of it before his death, it will go badly with him. The only method is to write his own name in his own blood and lay it in a secret place in the church together with four shillings clerk's fee. The following is the German tradition of Cypranius. In ancient times, there lived in one of the Danish isle a man named Cypranius, who was worse than the devil. Consequently, after he was dead and gone to hell, he was again cast forth by the devil and replaced on his isle. There he wrote nine books in the old Danish tongue on witchcraft and magic spells. Whosoever has read all these nine books through becomes the property of the devil. From the original work, three or nine copies are said to have been made by a monk, and mutilated copies of these have been dispersed all over the world. A count who resides in the castle of Leon is said to have possessed a perfect copy, which he caused to be fastened with chains and buried under the castle, because in reading through eight books he was so troubled and terrified that he resolved in concealing it from the sight of the world. One of these books still exists in Flensburg. Some spells from the nine books are still known among aged people. Whoever wishes to initiate therein must first renounce his Christianity. Two miles from Horsen, there dwelled a miller, who was a master in the black art, and possessed the book of Cypranius. A pheasant, having once stolen an axe from him, was obliged to bring it back at midnight, and was moreover borne so high in the air that his feet rattled among the tops of the trees in Beer Forest. This miller, in fact, performed so many wonderful things that all his neighbors were astonished at his feats. Impelled by curiosity, a journeyman miller once slipped into his master's private room, where having found an old quaint-looking volume, he began to read in it, when the horrible Satan appeared before him and asked his command. The man, who was not aware that it was necessary to give the fiend some stiff job to execute, fell down in terror, deprived of speech, and it would no doubt have been over with him had not his master entered at that moment and seen how matters stood, snatched up the book. The miller instantly began to read in another place in order, 
if possible, to drive the fiend away, but things have already gone too far, and nothing remained to be done but to give him something to do. So taking a sieve, he commanded him to bail water with it from the mail pond, but being unable to do so, he was obliged to take his departure through the air and left behind him a most loathsome stench. Cyprin's book is also known as Normandy, where a similar story is told under the title Le Grimrod de Curé. Cauldron has made Cyprin the hero of one of his dramas, in which he appears as a native of Antioch.
That was Ring of Magic by Gary Stadler. Before that, you heard Blood and Bone by Omnia. It's the end of the show. Again, I'm your host, Midnight Star. If you have a suggestion for a show topic, spirit guide, dream symbol, or a song, or you just want to like, share, or comment, you can do so on the Midnight Star, that's Star with Two R's, YouTube channel, through goddessvaultpodcast.wordpress.com, the music from the Goddesses Vault Facebook page, the Amino Group, or you can tweet me at Goddess Vault. I'm going to leave you with Magic Dance by Leela. Blessed be.
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.